If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. We have symbolized the delivery of kindness through the dragging of a flower icon onto the post. It creates this wonderful animation of love and kindness. Could you use a little more kindness in your life? How would you like to be part of spreading a little more kindness to someone else's life? That is the objective of Kind Souls, an online community of kindness that operates through an app. Attorney and serial social impact entrepreneur Omid Tabai is the CEO of Kind Souls, which promotes healing and wellness through listening, empathizing, and sharing encouragement and positive sentiments through the app. Omid, before we get to talking about the Kind Souls app, I'd love to know a little bit more about you. How did you first get inspired to use your unique talents, you're an attorney, you're an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, and a developer, to create projects that make a positive impact on our society? Yes, that is correct. So, and thank you so much for asking. I think that you said it wonderfully. I am a serial entrepreneur, I'm an attorney, and my mission is to create products that make the world a better place and have an impact, a positive impact on society. And that has always been my goal. One of the reasons why I wanted to be an attorney actually was so that I could change the world on an individual microcosmic scale on a one-to-one basis. I really wanted to be a public defender. And I saw an opportunity to make a big impact on individuals' lives. And from there, that's essentially where my journey started. And then I, I really got to understand the impact of business on people's lives when, after completing law school, I had great difficulty obtaining a position at the public defender's office that I wanted to work at. And so I started exploring other opportunities. And then I got into government, and government got me into essentially business policy. And so I got to interact with a lot of different types of businesses, and I became connected with a small business chamber of commerce, and then eventually went on to become the managing director of that small business chamber of commerce, where we represented over 400 businesses in Washington, D.C., and hearing the business owners' stories and the employees that worked for them and the environment, you know, the family environment that was created at these businesses really spoke to me. And I saw that an occupation or a job, when you create a job for somebody, you're doing much more than, you know, just creating a job for them. You're giving them their livelihood. You're giving, you know, a sense of purpose. There's a lot more that comes from having a job. And that's essentially where my interest in business started. And when I became managing director of the Small Business Chamber of Commerce, that's kind of where the seed was planted for me, where I said, you know what, I want to be a business owner as well. And that's where the journey of serial entrepreneurship began. From there, I was introduced to startups because I was 
from my work in government. I was blessed to work at Hyperloop, which at the time, being employee number 60 at the company, was a startup. And I got to see the impact and the excitement and the inner workings of what startups look like. And I fell in love. And from there, I went on to essentially start my own startup. And that's how I came to Kind Souls, basically. Please tell me the story of Kind Souls. When you say, I came to Kind Souls, how did that get started? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because there, with my life, there are a lot of intertwining narratives of things that are of important significance to me that don't become clear until later on down the line. So where it really got started was when I was 18 years old, I discovered meditation because I was living in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I had heard in the media about the positive effects of meditation, and I became curious as to what this thing that everyone was talking about, about how it could make you more of yourself and how it gives, you know, these wonderful powers of understanding and compassion and just generally like a, it can help contribute to being a better human being. So I became curious and I went on a journey, went on to Google and I searched for meditation in Cincinnati because that's where I was living at the time. And I found a very small group of people by complete chance and luck in Cincinnati that had a meditation group. It was a weekly meditation group, and I started going to these weekly meditations. I was by far the youngest person there by at least two times. So everyone in the group was, you know, in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and here I was at 18 years old going to these weekly meditation groups. But it was a really wonderful experience. And I stuck to it for a significant period of time. And eventually they invited me to do like an intensive weekend meditation retreat with them, which was eight hours of meditation for three days where I learned all of the different types of meditations, all of like the most significant types of meditation. And I would contribute that event to being a significant milestone in terms of changing my life in a very big way. And I tell that story essentially to set the context for where Kind Souls came from because it wasn't until last summer where... I hadn't meditated in a very long time because after that weekend retreat, I didn't really adopt the practice of meditation. It didn't stick. It took about 10 years, essentially, for it to stick because last summer I was at the, I was going through a difficult time where I had started another startup and, you know, things weren't going well for the startup. We were having trouble launching. We were having a lot of technical issues because of the challenge of the task that we had undertaken. The other startup was 
an artificial intelligence company. And so there were a lot of technical challenges that we were having difficulty overcoming. And so to deal with the stress and the difficulty of that experience, I turned to meditation because I, I really needed something to help me with, you know, the, the things that I was feeling. And so for the first time in 10 years, I, one of the thoughts that I had was, oh, wow, meditation could really change the world. If everybody in the world just closed their eyes for five minutes and went inward and took the time to meditate and settle into themselves, settle into their bodies, and really experience the things that they were feeling and really understand the things that they were feeling and really process the things that they were feeling and learn to love their inner selves, I think that the world would be a substantially different place because I think that when you really understand yourself and when you really can effectively process your experience, then I think that's where kindness really comes from. Because anyone who understands their own suffering, anyone who understands their own experience, anyone who loves their own experience in their own bodies, how you treat others is a reflection of how you treat yourself. And so if you love yourself, then it's substantially easier to love others as well. And so I think that meditation is really a tool to, to help people be kinder to one another. And so the idea for Kind Souls essentially came from this meditation because the two thoughts that I had was one, meditation could really change the world. And the second thought that I had was, what if we created a place where all of the kind people, all of the people in the world who value kindness could congregate and we could concentrate all of the world's kindness in one place such that if there was a time that you know, someone somewhere needed some kindness, they know that they could always turn to this place to find it. And so that's how we came up with the idea for Kind Souls. For anybody that isn't familiar with the Kind Souls app, how does this work? So it's relatively simple. It's a social network with positive intention. So it's an application. It's a mobile application that's currently available for iPhone, iOS, and soon, in summer of this year, we'll be ready for Android as well. And so you just you download the application, and you create a username. It doesn't have to actually be your real name, because we want to give people the comfort of being able to share the things on the social network that maybe they wouldn't feel comfortable sharing on more public social networks. So after creating a username, we ask for like, you know, minimal details. We ask for you to create a username. We ask for your email and a password, and that's about it. So we don't really want any personal information. And people can go on the social network, and they can post on the social network whatever it is that they're thinking or feeling. And we actually have added an additional feature of privacy so not only can you create like a username that doesn't necessarily have to be your name, you can create a username and you can be anonymous as well. So that if, for example, some of your friends know what your username is on the social application, then you can post anonymously to give you like an extra layer of comfort and privacy so that you can feel comfortable to post 
more private things and really authentically express yourself. And the community of people on the application respond with kindness and support to people's postings. So that's one of the ways that it works. And then the other way is if you've ever had somebody, like a stranger, for example, reveal a piece of information to you that is somewhat heavy or, you know, that some may not know how to respond because of that heaviness. Like, you know, you just meet them and they say they had someone recently pass away and, you know, and you just don't know how to respond because it's a very difficult and emotionally charged thing to share. What we wanted to do was we wanted to lower the barrier to offering kindness and also increase people's engagement of offering kindness. So we've created an interesting feature on the application where we have symbolized the delivery of kindness through the dragging of a flower icon onto the post. And by dragging the flower icon onto the post, it creates this wonderful animation of love and kindness. It's like an explosion of hearts and flowers, and there's like this amazing, soothing sound that is also triggered when you send the kindness, and the person also gets a notification that says, you know, you have received kindness from so-and-so, and we found that that's a really enjoyable and fun and engaging feature that people really love. And so that's the two ways that the app really works in terms of its functionality. Would you take me back in your imagination to that first week after launching the Kind Souls app? What was one of your absolute favorite experiences with it? Oh, wow. So the first week, I mean, just the feeling of launching itself was, you know, a time of great happiness. But once we launched, there was just such a positive reception from all of our friends and, you know, people downloading the app. And I just, I really enjoyed that. I, you know, got so many phone calls from friends saying that the app has already helped them in so many ways because, you know, they were going through one thing or another and they posted on the app and, you know, saw that there were all these people who cared and that it really helped them. And that is what our the intention behind the application is and was and to hear that even in the initial stages of the launch of the app that we were already having the intended impact that we were looking to have was really moving and really important. Do I have my information correct that you launched in November of last year, 2017? We actually launched, so we launched the initial alpha in November, but we did our full launch in March, actually, very recently. How can people get the Kind Souls app? Yeah, so they, they can go on the iPhone app store and type in Kind Souls, one word, K-I-N-D-S-O-U-L-S, and they will be able to download the application on the iPhone app store by searching Kind Souls. There's a feature you're doing with 
AI right now that's pretty interesting and bullies beware. Would you tell me about this, please? Absolutely, yeah. So we're developing an artificial intelligence system named Big Mama. And what Big Mama does is she essentially, she knows how to detect sentiments of posts on the application and will be able to reject posts that are inappropriate based on the training that we have provided to her. And so what we're looking to, to do is make sure that the social network remains a, a positive and kind community. And so if people are coming on there and leaving like hateful messages, Big Mama is being designed and trained to detect those messages and also to block those messages. I'm assuming that you're training her to recognize, let us say, certain words that you wouldn't want to see, something of that nature. It's actually a little more complex than that because if it was based on words, you know, she would reject a great deal of messages. And so she can actually read messages and she can interpret the entire sentence and will give it a score in terms of, you know, how kind or unkind it is. And based on that score, if it falls under, for example, like 75%, then it'll be sent to moderation. So a human will have to approve the message. Wow. And when do you expect Big Mama to be a part of the Kind Souls app? So version one of Big Mama is actually up and running, and we're continuing to train her And, you know, we hope to have her looking over the app very soon. Also, for any makers listening, what resources were especially helpful to you as you developed the Kind Souls app? In developing the Kind Souls app, I mean, I'm actually not on the technical development side. I was very blessed to have one of my good friends actually do the technical development for the Kind Souls app. And, you know, he's a brilliant mastermind who had never actually coded an iPhone app before, but was able to just jump in and, and figure it out. And, and I believe that he did a lot of research on Google. There are a lot of forums that address frequently asked questions in terms of developing applications, and he definitely scours a lot of those forums to help overcome some of the the challenges that were faced in developing the application. When we look at the future, in addition to the upgraded version of Big Mama, what's your vision for Kind Souls, let's say, a year from today? Sure. So what we're actually looking to do is, at the end of the summer, what we're going to be introducing is actually a marketplace for holistic healers and a live stream community where holistic healers can offer their knowledge and services to those people that are looking to expand their knowledge and their journey into the world of holistic wellness. And so what that means is people will be able to come to the Kind Souls app to learn more about subjects like meditation, mindfulness, 
energy, intuition, spirituality, healthy eating, healthy lifestyles, and other areas of health and wellness, basically. And the app will be essentially a database of the leaders in the health and wellness space in those areas. And those leaders will be able to do live videos, informational videos, where people can log into the videos and learn about those different areas. And if they're interested in learning more, those leaders will also be offering online classes and one-on-one coaching with respect to the subjects in those different areas. And so that's where we'll be in a year from now. And where can people get updates for this? Will that be your website or simply through the app itself? So, yeah, signing up for the app itself would be the best way to get updates. They also can follow us on Instagram, at Kind Souls app, or on Facebook just by searching Kind Souls app. And by tuning into our social media or by downloading the app, that's the best place to get updates on the progress of the project. How has your own app most inspired you or given you help at a time when you needed it? I'm probably like one of the most active people on the app. (laughs) It's just been really nice to know that there's a place that I can turn to and talk about, you know, the things that I'm feeling and experiencing, whether it's positive things or negative things. And when I say negative things, I just mean like difficulties that I'm experiencing. And people show up and, you know, it's just so wonderful to see the kindness pouring in and multiplying when I post something on the app. And, you know, in that way, it's been very, very helpful. I mean, I can actually give you like a direct example where there was one day where I woke up like on the wrong side of the bed and I was, you know, not feeling very positive that day. And I went on the app and I sent one person kindness. And then I was like, oh, that's nice. Like made me kind of feel good. And then I proceeded to scroll down the rest of the page and I sent every single person on the page kindness. And by the time I got to the bottom of the page, I was like smiling from ear to ear. And, you know, there's been a scientific study actually recently by this organization called kindness.org. They brought together some scientists to do studies on kindness. And what they found was that when a person offers kindness to others and gives kindness to others, there's actually a significant amount of benefit for the person that's offering kindness. You would think that the person that would receive the most benefit in that transaction where a person is giving kindness and a person is receiving kindness, you would think that the person receiving the kindness is the biggest beneficiary in terms of positivity. But the study actually showed that the person who is most impacted by the giving of kindness is actually the giver and not the receiver. And the impacts of giving kindness are very long-lasting and have a great deal of impact. And so that was something really interesting. And I think my experience with the application that I just shared, that story of going on the app and giving kindness to every single person on the page, 
really shows not only how the app has benefited me, but how giving kindness to others can really make us feel better. That is such a neat thing to keep in mind here. In your lifetime, when you've talked about how you wanted to become the best version of you, who has inspired you the most, or who's one of the people who has inspired you the most with his or her own kindness? My mother. Yeah, definitely I would have to give credit to my mother because she is one of the kindest people on the planet that I've ever met. I would say that the kindness that I have to give to others, the source of that very much is my mother. And I also want to give credit to another person's mother here as well because after we launched the app, something that was really funny was Sina's mother. Her name is Alinda. Sina is the person who developed the Kind Souls application. His mother, Alinda, is like also one of the most active people on the app, and I, I think that she very much inspires me to be an incredibly kind person as well because you know she just has an abundant amount of kindness. Anytime anyone posts anything, she's like the first person to reply, one of the first people to send the kindness. So I'm very much inspired by her. And I think it's really interesting that both Sina's mother and my mother are such incredibly kind people. What's one of the most amazing, awesome things your mom has done that inspired you to be kind? I would just say the immense amount of love that my mom shows for all of the people in her life. I've never seen anything like it, not only towards me. My mother, you know, when I think about my mother, she's someone who I've never really seen her yell or get upset. She's had nothing but love to give, even in times and situations where, you know, I think any other person's reaction would be that of something contrary to offering love. And to see that and experience that really had a significant impact on me, as well as noticing the community and her peers. My mother is just, is just someone that everyone loves very much because you can't help but love her because she has so much love to give for others. Wow, we need more people like her in the world. Omid, as we wrap up here, if you could only have people get one thing from you and from Kind Souls about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you want them to take away? I would want people to take away, and this is not to shy away from the projects that really inspire them. You know, people, even in the journey for Kind Souls, are asking me or, like, you know, they'll advise me, like, oh, apps are hard or, oh, this sounds like it should be more of, like, a charity project than anything else. And I would say to those people to not let those comments detract them from what really inspires them because, you know, when we create value for others, I think that... You know, there's a great deal and a significant amount of benefit, not only for us, but for the world. And that's incredibly important. And so I think that people should really pursue the things that inspire them and not to shy away from lofty dreams of changing the world. I think that, you know, often people are told, oh, get real or have some attainable goals, but there's nothing wrong with setting the, the goal of wanting to change the world. I think 
we often set out with dreams such as those and, and we should hold on to them as we continue to push through life because it's important to, to want to make a big impact. Omid, thank you for your time today. And thank you as well, Dot. Thank you so much for your interest in Kind Souls and for giving me the opportunity to, to talk about it. And it's been a real pleasure. You and I have been listening to Kind Souls CEO, Omid Tabai, who is also an attorney and a serial social impact entrepreneur. You can find out more about Kind Souls, which is a platform and online community designed to spread kindness at kindsouls.co. Once again, that is Kind Souls, all one word, K-I-N-D-S-O-U-L-S, kindsouls.co. And be sure you download the app. As Omid said, if you start spreading kindness, you may very well find yourself smiling and having a whole lot better day than the one you started out with. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to Over Coffee through our website, twomavericks.com. That's T-W-O-M-A-V-E-R-I-X.com, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.